long. Instead, he had the freedom to roam about, mingle with guests, and head up to the roof to repair broken tiles and make to-do lists. Suddenly, Warren's concentration was broken by the sound of a sputtering engine and a honk, honk, honk. He dropped down on his hands and knees and scrambled to the edge of the roof. Far below, an odd-looking automobile was weaving dangerously between the hotel's enormous legs. It had oversized wheels and was painted in garish colors. Its carriage was cluttered with crates, bags, and jugs. On the side were fancy curly-cue letters proclaiming, Sly's Miracle Elixirs, Tinctures, and Cordials. The car continued to honk as it screeched around the hotel's crashing footfalls. Be careful, Warren yelled, even as he realized that yelling was pointless. The car had already passed the hotel and was now branching off the main road, following a dustier and narrower path that offered a direct route to the Malwoods. Warren watched until he couldn't see the car anymore, wondering why anyone would drive toward such a spooky place. Over the past few months, Warren had piloted the hotel to many unusual destinations, but one place he swore he'd never go was the Malwoods, a shadowy and twisted forest teeming with witches and other, even more dangerous creatures. Because Warren took the safety of his guests very seriously, he hesitated to travel within five miles of the Malwoods. He opened his sketchbook and added yet another item to his to-do list, rewire autopilot to avoid this intersection altogether. He had barely finished writing when the air beside him shimmered. A swirling portal materialized and outstepped his best friend, Pachula. She wore a grave expression. Behind her, the pool of silvery-looking liquid vanished. The guest in room 204 just called to complain, she said. Something about a leaky ceiling? Warren sighed. Sometimes I wish there were two of me, he admitted. He tucked away his sketchbook, and Pachula helped him to his feet. The first time Warren had met Pachula, he'd mistaken her for a ghost. She always dressed entirely in white, and her skin was so pale that it looked nearly translucent. He'd since learned that this was just one of her many unusual traits, along with her ability to draw magical pathways between short distances— She was a young perfumier in training, and she was learning the fine art of witch-capturing from her mother, Beatrice. Pachula glanced down at Warren's to-do list. Maybe you should hire a maintenance person, she suggested, so you don't have to do everything yourself. Warren shook his head. My dad always said that a good manager doesn't sit behind a desk and bark orders. A good manager pitches in and helps with the dirty work. He grimaced, even if it means unclogging a toilet. You might be taking your father's advice a bit too literally, Petula said. Maybe, Warren said, but someone has to do the work. 
Tucking his sketchbook in his pocket, Warren started to stand up, but lost his balance, landing with a hard thump. Ow! Warren cried. He felt as if the roof had slipped out from under him. Petula looked alarmed. What was that? But before Warren could answer, the hotel lurched again, harder, and this time Warren fell face first. He realized he was rushing forward. In fact, the entire hotel was rushing forward. Warren scrabbled against the slick tiles, trying to grab something, anything, but his fingers were too short to get a good grip. He found himself sliding on his belly, headed for the edge of the roof. And so was Petula. Warren! she cried. Warren's stomach flipped as he picked up speed. The edge of the roof zoomed toward him, but there...